And now here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Do you know anyone who is depressed or has ever been depressed or presently suffers from depression? Um, I'm just seeing so much traffic about this lately and uh, on socials and articles and not that it's anything new to uh, our society here in the United States and I'm, I'm certain it's um, across other countries as well. So um, a few weeks back, I started writing this uh, ebook. It's it's a short ebook on uh, I called it my uh, ten depression fighters, and um, it's my ten best strategies to fight depression. So I think I may be settling on seven, and I'm gonna get into this today, and uh, you know explain to you what I have, and then I think you guys may help me finish off. Uh, this book it's like 90% finished and I want to release it as a uh, as a free download for people to give out to others and it's just going to be a little toolbox to help you um, if you're in a depressed state to get out of it so meanwhile I'm playing this track speak to me it's the track mix from uh, a song on the gratitude album so I'll let you chill out to the rest of this instrumental piece and then we're going to get right into it So stay with me on the Dharmic Evolution.
feel you. So strategy number one in my Depression Fighters <laughs> download uh, ebook. So um, as I said, you know, I'm looking for you guys to help me uh, come up with number seven. I got six of them done here. I think I'm going to settle on seven because 10 is a little too many. But this is just like a little toolkit you can keep on your phone. And, and the thing is, sometimes we know this information and we forget to use it. Like, you ever have that? You have the tool in the toolbox and you go, oh, I forgot I had that special screwdriver here. And here I am chiseling away at this thing with uh, the wrong tool. So strategy number one, you got to move. I learned this one from uh, Tony Robbins about 10, uh, 20 years ago, and it remains at the top of my list. Get up, get out, get moving. It really is that simple. You don't even need any complicated exercise program because anything physical will help you with this. Just like start, start walking, then maybe you turn it into a faster walk as your blood gets moving, then perhaps a jog. We have an old saying in the yoga community, the hardest part is just showing up. And it's so true. It's so easy to turn on the TV, flop into an easy chair or, or a couch and open up a big bag of potato chips and a beer. But if you're feeling low and depressed, you just put three more strikes against feeling better. No movement, bad food and alcohol. You will not be feeling better today. And isn't it true? We, we kind of like um, sometimes when we're feeling bad, we just we sit there and nurture that feeling instead of trying to get out of it. And it's it's not good for us. So um, you need to get out of it. Releasing feel good endorphins, natural cannabis like brain chemicals um, and other natural brain chemicals that can enhance your sense of well-being, taking your mind off worries. So you can get away from the cycle of negative thoughts that feed depression and anxiety. Doing 30 minutes or more of exercise a day for three to five days a week may significantly improve depression or anxiety symptoms. But smaller amounts of physical activity, as little as 10 to 15 minutes at a time, may make a difference. It may take less time exercising to improve your mood when you do more vigorous activities such as running or bicycling. And, you know, everybody's wired differently. So um, you just do the most fundamental, easiest thing for you to just to get it going, just to start um, that process, start your brain. Uh, you have to train your brain to like this. If you don't like it at the outset, it's kind of like... Um, the more you do something, the better you get at it. The better you get at it, the more you're going to like doing it. And it's, it's a cycle that just, it's almost like exercising a muscle. It, the, the more you do, the more it comes to life. Well, we're kind of wired um, globally, internally that way. So, so find something that you really like and just do it. There you go. Somebody jumping in the pool. You don't even have to swim. Just jump in. That's fun. All right. So what's next? Let's go to strategy number two. You got to laugh. Use disruptive tactics like putting on a few comedy clips. For me, it's usually the Three Stooges. There's nothing better than putting this thing called life into its proper perspective. In other words, don't take everything so seriously that you forget that you got to laugh. When you look at three adult men sleeping in the same bed till noon, fully clothed, you know that your life is really very good comparatively. 
Do you ever notice that when you start laughing at something, your whole mood changes in an instant? The phrase, laughter is the best medicine, is so true. It's one way to forget your troubles. Think about the now and not the tomorrow. As Jesus teaches, tomorrow will have enough trouble in of itself. Put your focus on today and Him. Laughing releases endorphins, the body's feel-good chemicals. Therefore, it provides short-term relief from tension and worry. Moreover, laughing reduces stress and strengthens social connections. As a result, one of the many benefits of laughter and humor is the power to combat anxiety and depression, according to researchers. Therefore, laughter is good medicine for mental health. Laughter is also a good tool to connect in social settings. Go to a comedy club, meet new people, change your entire perspective, get busy and start laughing your ass off. All right. Strategy number three, you gotta help somebody. Hey, if you're feeling low, one of the fastest turnarounds for your mood of self-pity, oh poor me, isolationism, and falling down and worshiping your own discomfort is to find somebody who is really struggling. You may think you're in the worst position ever, but there's always somebody out there who's in a lot more dire straits than you are. So you you go find them and help them out. You will feel fantastic. There are plenty out there who have real struggles, not even enough food, water, no place to sleep. If you want to change your mood and your core beliefs, find somebody who needs a kind word, a sandwich, a cup of coffee, or just a smile and a handshake. While many of us feel too stressed and busy to worry about helping others or say we'll focus on doing good deeds when we have more spare time, Evidence shows that helping others is actually beneficial for your own mental health and well-being and even benefits your physical health. I want to challenge you to go up to the next stranger that you see that looks like they're having trouble making ends meet. Or if that's too much of a leap, check out people getting in their cars with grocery or using a walker. Ask if you can help. It takes very little time and effort, and I promise it will leave them with a feeling of gratitude. And it will also leave you with a warm glow in your heart. And the gratitude you feel will be even greater than theirs. Now get out there and help someone today. Don't wait until tomorrow. Somebody needs you right now. And if um, you this muscle is not active in your um, abilities, you need to strengthen it by doing it. The more you do it, the easier it will become. Just challenge yourself by just going up to somebody who looks a little lost and just say, hi, how are you? You know, um, and you'll be surprised at what comes back to you. Strategy number four, you gotta be loved. Another thing that is very necessary for everyone is the human touch. It's important to give and receive. If you have no significant other in your life, you can get this from having your hair washed, cut, and washed again. That's what I do. I also get massages as regular as I can, as there are many benefits of a great massage, including the human touch, not just the healing. Physical touch is known to improve the function of your immune system, as well as reduce diseases such as those associated with the heart and blood. 
One study on women found that receiving more hugs from their partners led to lower heart rates and blood pressure. The benefits of physical touch and the biological releases that come with it go beyond social bonding and can manifest positively in your mental and physical health. Known as the feel-good hormone, oxytocin helps inspire positive thinking and maintaining an optimistic outlook on the world. The role of oxytocin for bonding also extends to help generate feelings of compassion during interactions. This can contribute to an expansion of trust among individuals during social situations. Now it's time to go out and spread the love. Now I can speak what's true. I want to be loved by you. I need to be loved by you. I hope to be loved by you. Uh, you get the picture. Strategy number five, you got to eat something wholesome. There is more and more evidence each day about a, how a healthy meal plan contributes to better mental health, not just physical health. I changed up my meal plan about four years ago. Um, I dropped 18 pounds and have not only kept it off, but I'm more focused, driven, and have a more evenly distributed energy supply each and every day. None of these wild swings and then crashes where your energy goes up and down. It's more, it's more even. And uh, notice I said meal plan, not diet, because diets don't work. They never have and they never will. I eat as much food as I want, and I, I'm just very selective about it. And I've got to credit some of this to um, Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Body. And I took one of his uh, meal plans and modified it a bit to my own uh, liking and, um, and just stayed with it. So it's not, um, you're never deprived. You eat as much food, and you just, you just eat the right foods. So um, I borrowed this list from the Kendall at Oberlin blog post titled, Diet Considerations for a Healthy Mind. And you'll find this list repeated over and over in so many similar type best food articles. Uh, some of the same foods come up over and over after scanning it. I spotted 8 out of 10 on this list that I eat almost every day. And I look for things that are, um, you know, high antioxidants, um, you know, nutritious, natural foods. So let me just uh, quote the list here and see if any of this falls into your wheelhouse that you like dark chocolate with at least 85% uh, cacao. It says cocoa, but I know it's cacao. And uh, maybe that's a misprint on my part. But um, I talk to people about this all the time. They go, what's cacao? And cacao is the actual real chocolate. Like real chocolate is not sweet. People pour sugar into it. Um, a lot of these uh, candy bar companies take the chocolate and they pour all the sugar in and that gives it that sweetness but you don't want that you want um and this is still sweet but it's not you know the kind of sweet that uh rots your teeth out <laughs> number two turmeric um it's a great spice for you know managing your your weight and keeping things even number three kale sweet potatoes Number five, berries, blackberry, blueberry, cranberry, raspberry, strawberry. Um, I go on these binges sometime, not really binges, but I, I use a lot of uh, cranberry juice. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll put club soda and a big lemon in a glass, fill it three quarters 
filled, and then the rest, uh, cranberry juice. Cranberry juice is really, really good for your, um, for your liver. It's a kind of, kind of a cleaning agent. It's really, really healthy for you. Garbanzo beans, really good. Walnuts are really good for you. I just read a big article on walnuts, how healthy they are for you. Number eight, fish with omega-3 fatty acids, mackerel, lake trout, herring, and wild salmon. And uh, number nine, red wine. If you like red wine and not excessive red wine, but, you know, maybe a glass once a night, um, I, try to, I try to limit myself if I'm having red wine to one, but I use really small glasses, so sometimes I'll go into two or one and a half or two, whatever. Green tea is last on the list, and um, green tea, really, really um, good for you. You can find so much written about that. So if you look at number one, dark chocolate, number nine, red wine and green tea, I mean, it's a pretty cool list. Strategy number six, you got to love the drugs. No, I'm not talking about social, recreational, and illegal drugs. I'm talking about the ones that you are wired to enjoy anytime you choose. Dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline, oxytocin, they're all within our ability to enjoy whenever we decide to manufacture them. Like the roller coaster ride or hang gliding. You just climb aboard and you receive that flood of endorphins that start kicking in and you say to yourself, wow, where did that come from? We tend to forget about this experience. And you can receive this benefit with all kinds of different activities if you choose to. And I think you should choose to because there's nothing like feeling good. This is very cool as it goes back to what I stated previously. I want the dopamine, the serotonin, adrenaline, and the oxytocin as they are the things that keep you young and healthy. When you're a teenager, you never think twice about jumping on the fastest, highest Ferris wheel or the nastiest roller coaster. But as you get older, you start to taper off and say, nah, you know what? I'm reading the paper or I'm going out for coffee. You forget that you can still take your shirt off and just start running or jump on a bike and take a ride. So we have got to remind ourselves that these things are really, really good for us. So that's what I'm saying about the drugs. That's the stuff I want. I want the natural drugs. I want to feel amazing. So that wraps up my six. It's supposed to be seven depression fighters, but I'm counting on you guys to weigh in and tell me, what do you feel should be number seven? I was going to do 10, but I figured seven is good because one for each day of the week. And I think one that's the bonus should be prayer. Um, you should pray about things that you want in your life. And um, that's kind of what Speak to Me is all about, which I'm going to play on the exit uh, with the vocal in it. It's the uh, track that I played on the intro. And um, as I finished the song, it occurred to me, even though it was written about um, two people who met and never said a word verbally to one another, um, they just had kind of an, an intimate um, exchange of energies, if you will. But that song could have been, been written to the Lord also. It could have gone that way as well. So that's a wrap for the Dharmic Evolution today. Um, look for my seven depression fighters. I'll be putting it out on, a, on a, the socials and the website um, the next week or two. So if you know of somebody who's struggling, you can just send it to them. 
It's going to be a free download. You can just, boom, download it, send it off to somebody. It may help them tremendously to just go over some of these things. I know some of you folks probably know a lot of the content that I discussed today, but sometimes we forget. So embrace it, use it. I hope it serves you well. I hope you'll support the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page and the website. And until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from a stage. Oh,